Hello and welcome to the Sunday League Podcast presented by Small World Media, your home for all things MLB and fantasy baseball. Uh, we're going to get started off. Kale's got some business to tend to, um, so I'm just going to pass it off to him. Yeah, so um, like I said, like we said in the first two, we're friends. 100%. In this, in this, in this Best friends. Yeah, um, never again. <laughs> James Peeler blocked my phone. Um, at least until the deadline, I'll let I'll, I'll I'll do some praying and you know figure out my life after that. But Casey, I'm gonna let you explain because I can't. I don't you know explain if I can keep the PG. I don't know if I can keep PG. And Casey's the commissioner, and it happened to him. So we're brothers and yeah, last we're, year we're brothers in bond. Hey. Yeah, to to wherever Thomas is, I think he's above me. Wherever <laughs> this guy was a scumbag last year, so it's not his fault. Whatever. So, take it away, Case. So what happened is last year it kind of started with uh, at at the end of the uh, home run derby last year, I dropped Kyle Schwarber and picked up Albert Pujols because I made a bet saying if Albert Pujols wins, you know, I'll pick him up and everything like that. So man of my word, I did. When I did, man of your word. When I did, I also had a trade going on with thomas like the trade has already had already been accepted by thomas and everything like that hadn't processed yet though hadn't True. processed yet still had a day to process it so process. i dropped. shook hands agreed agreed on the on the trade yeah but it was still processing <laughs> keyword process yeah so is so your brain so is your brain cells in your freaking just continue puberty. continue wait we still we're still friends with you <laughs> so anyways because i picked up somebody it put my roster over the limit once the once the trade processed so because of that the trade did not process thomas obviously i went back to him and said hey dude look i picked up this guy trade at process send me back the trade didn't hear from the guy for about a week come to find out come to find out he made a trade with the same guys i was going to acquire with this scumbag below me james I'm above you. There's a theme here. Yes, there there is a theme here. Um, with the I same guys that I was going to acquire, saying, no, I thought about it. The trade, I was going to lose the trade. I thought I was going to get a better trade now with James because that one didn't process. That's not... It didn't process. That's not right process. because the yeah, trade was accepted and all that kind of stuff. So, anyways, fast forward to this year. And- I, actually, I can tell mine because mine's ten times worse, and I, I can't keep calling it. Is, it is this literally year. the same. Okay. <laughs> apparently, apparently, Yahoo's, you know, has a third grade reading level. <laughs> doesn't doesn't tell us what to do. Doesn't give us any rules. I didn't know that I only had because how many is twenty six players? Twenty five or twenty five? Yeah, you twenty five. I didn't know that I had twenty four players on my roster. No, you had twenty six. And when I go to pick up a, a streamer at three oh seven a.m. <laughs> Because I'm I'm a dog. God, the light work. Freaking, it it just tells me it says, "Hey, free ad." <laughs> you know, you're just you're perfect. You're perfectly fine. But before that, me and me and James, right after last week's podcast, make a trade, mm-hmm. and he sends he sends me the trade. So clearly, he's I didn't think about it. I accept it immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, and these two guys. Trying to help you out. Thomas, what are you doing? What are you thinking? <laughs> blip, 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 blip. James said, turn into a freaking a stray dog. 
and just held up. I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I didn't mean to put... Yeah, okay. Right. The only reason it changed your mind is because someone someone said you were wrong. Fast forward, I pick up a player, and I, so I have 25 players, no, you and I'm getting one extra player from James. Hey, gosh, you're... God, why do we have to sign with a Christian company? <laughs> I pick up the 25th, and I'm picking up an extra player from James in the trade. <clears throat> It doesn't go through. Mm-hmm. And I wake up to I wake up to a text message. Kale, all caps, dot, dot, dot. You blanked up. Ha, ha, ha. And like I said, I was up at 3 or 7, so I'm clearly not awake at 8 o'clock. I wake up to, to probably 80 text messages. Oh, it had to be. Of one, one, honor, one honorable man. Oh, my goodness. And Casey Moore. Having my back. Yeah, he's the commissioner. And these two, these two pieces of crap. Keep going. First of all, I wasn't that bad. I was like, okay, fine, James, James. Then I, then I started reading Thomas's. Oh, it's not James's fault. Man, man, yeah. It's not. I mean, okay, he's just, he is sucking him, James off. Wait. No, you're not speaking. No. Yes, I am. Hundred percent. And and so the trade doesn't go through. James goes. Literally, I took a screenshot. Because Casey was like, dude, send him the trade back. You you agree. He said, not after y'all's reaction. Word for word verbatim. And now I lose out on a trade that I, again, I like my team, but I like Austin Riley more. I was getting Austin Riley, Luis Castillo, and Carlos Rodon for Rafael Devers, who's a better third baseman fantasy-wise. Not fantasy-wise. At third base. And Joe Musgrove, who is an animal. Mm -hmm. So it's a fair trade. Luis Castillo plays for the Mariners. He's not going to get many points. Like he's not going to get any wins. It's a fair trade. And so me and I blocked James right into there. He did. And and again, our friendship. I told him I said, "Take me out of your wedding. We are no longer friends." And I, I'm I'm so close to sticking with that because I gave him a trade deadline 2 p.m. today, and he still doesn't make his trade. So yeah, um, yeah. So this podcast might not last another week. Oh yes, it will. <laughs> Um, so like, comment, and subscribe before we, you don't get a chance. Yeah, fact. Yeah, like, like, comment, and subscribe. Whose side are you on? And well, if you say you're side. on James' side, I'm blocking nope. you as well. You don't have their number, and you're no longer you're no longer allowed no to watch this podcast because you're a piece of crap as well. That's not even all right. So now James, my side of the story. Anyways, <clears throat> on my side. Okay. So yeah, yes, we had a trade go through. It was accepted, and in, on my end, I didn't think it was a fair trade. I was thinking of something else. Beside the point, but <laughs> All right, back to it. Um where was I? You didn't think it was a fair right. trade, but right. yeah, you sent it. So I was thinking but of something you else. Sent it. So I, yeah, that's right. I sent it. Oh he yeah. looked at yeah, it, accepted we know it. You're a huge thinker. So exactly. So you accepted, I was like, dang. Alright. I'll I'll eat the bullet. I'll I'll find another way to get something else. So you accepted it. Come Monday, by the way, still processing, and I have an analogy at the end for you guys to relate to it. Don't you want to speak? At, at, if, if, if I would have waited four more hours, the trade would have gone through. Well, then you shouldn't have woke up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new thing. I'm never doing my laptop again. All right, back to it. So, I'm out! <laughs> so the trade was processing, which I was like, okay, fine, I'll bite the bullet, whatever, I'll, I'll lose that trade, but... I got all the pictures back me up. So come Monday, I wake up thinking I was going to pick someone else because I was giving them an extra player. 
And I look back, and he has 26 players on his lineup. So the trade falls through again. Not so my fault. Hang on, hang on. Not my fault. Kale went out of his way to grab a player to push his team to 26 players. And I believe you activated <laughs> Jordan Alvarez on Monday. I went back and looked at it when you were sleeping. So, no, I since it was still processing, and if the trade went through, you would have had 26 players, and that's why it fell through. Again, not on me. God was just blessing me. So, my analogy to go off before we start we know the podcast. Not do not, do was, not bring God into this. Don't, don't bring to the Lord into this, because you were far Lord, Lord. whatever. So, my analogy is Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa signs a huge deal from the Twins to the Mets. Max contract. Has a physical. It was Hang on. It was accepted. It was processing. Oh, it my was ankle. Never accepted. And it never went through. It's so he went knee. back to he, Minnesota. His knee didn't connect to his bottom of his leg. Not my fault. <laughs> That's why it didn't go through. That's why it's still with no, the Twins. No, that, that analogy, the teams, the Mets and the Giants, never accepted that deal. They uh, never accepted that deal. That, no, that no, was, no, no, no. There was a max no. contract. They were accepted just steps. pending physical. And exactly. Carlos Correa accepted the deal. It couldn't have been accepted. Scumbag as well. <laughs> it was a pending transaction, which is the same as ours. It didn't go through because, like Kale said, oh, my knee. And he went back to Minnesota. It's my foot. Plain and simple. Now we can start the pot. Let's talk about this trade deadline. All right, here you go. Anyways, uh, I'm not joking. I'm not joking when I say if you agree with James, then you can. Dude, it's, I'm just spitting facts. That's things. it. You can facts. you can go listen, to John Boy. Facts. Yeah, I agree listen, with James. Yeah, anyways, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, uh, so let's hop into MLB. Let's hop into the trades. Uh, Casey mm. had the big call last week with the Robertson trade to Miami. So I'll pass it off to him. Uh, let him give his insight. Apparently, he's a wizard. Uh, knows everything that's going to happen. So, Casey, what you got? Casey, I'm going to give you your flowers. But it's just bullcrap that all my predictions were mock trades. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are just completely and utterly against me, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> this is cyberbullying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to size my freaking laptop. Just shut up. <laughs> Anyways. So, hey, Robinson to the Marlins, baby. Yeah, Robertson to the Marlins. So, honestly, before the pod, I, I really didn't dive too deep into the Mets bullpen um, as far as, like, who could be traded and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, felt like the Mets would be having a sell, you know, possibly a fire sell, as we're seeing now. Um, but just the more I looked into it, um, obviously, Robertson is having a pretty good year. They also have Ottavino over there. And then with Edwin Diaz down this year, um, they were kind of just going back and forth, jumbling the uh, the bullpen and everything like that. Obviously, the the Marlins. When I looked at the Marlins, obviously uh, they've been winning a lot of one run games this year, but it's because their bullpen has really been blowing it, and they've been coming back in the late innings, possibly walking teams off, all that kind of stuff, to make it look like they're having a better record than than what most would say with a one, one run lead. Expect it. Yeah, expect it. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. Um, with a one run lead and all that kind of stuff. Shut up, James. So anyways, the the Marlins, when you looked at their roster and stuff like that, and, their, and especially their back of their bullpen, they had two big lefties. They had A.J. Puck um, and Tanner Scott. Um, 
AJ Puck, you know, was was pretty good this, at the beginning of the year. He looked like a pretty solidified closer, uh, with Tanner Scott being a good eighth, possibly ninth inning guy. Um, and I just felt like a a right hander, right hander, you know, with with a veteran experience, obviously, would just fit really good in, in that bullpen. And obviously, we can see today already picking up one save with the team. Um, he's going to fit pretty well. Um, looking forward to seeing what they're going to really the dynamic of especially after they uh, picked up uh, Jorge Lopez as well. Lopez. Uh, I'm sweating. What they're going to, what they're going to do with, with both of them. Uh, but I think adding both of those pieces, especially the Robertson, you know, with the veteran experience and all that kind of stuff to really solidify that bullpen um, was, was pretty big. So. For those just listening, Kale's uh, recording today on his phone, and it keeps falling over. That's why we keep laughing. Yep. Um, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I might have fun at Kale's expense. I'm fighting my life. You're killing me with this. We oh, don't endorse R. Kelly. Oh, <laughs> they just typed seventy-five times. Listen, I'm gonna be real with y'all, okay? Technical difficulties. I just bought an eight hundred dollar laptop for next week. I promise I'll be better. Oh, here we go. Um, My dogs are barking because they think it's critters in the house. It's just me, you idiot. <laughs> all right, sorry. Take it, take it away, Thomas. Oh. Anyways, good call on that, Casey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, obviously, the Marlins also pick up Jorge Lopez from the Twins mm-hmm. to address their bullpen issues and some blown saves. Um, what you got, Kale? Like, I just want to ask because I was thinking about it. So, what do we think the roles are now? Do we think because, like I said in last week, I don't agree with like having your best arm as the high leverage guy. Mm-hmm. But, like, do we think they're going to use Jorge Lopez and Tanner Scott as that and, like, Puck as set up and then David Robertson as the closer? I would I th- say so. I think they'll move. I would think so, too. I think they'll move Puck to the seventh. If anything, they may move him down for a week or something just to figure his stuff out. But with the combination. Exactly. With the combination of Lopez, uh, Tanner Scott, and I think David Robertson is the closer as of right now. And then the trade-off between mm-hmm. Scott and Lopez with that righty-lefty in that eighth inning, I think that could be dynamic. And then, if anything, have him go in the seventh. And then A.J. Puck, hopefully he finds his groove, comes back. Because with cause we were struggling in the front, now with the addition of those two, I think our bullpen's a lot better. Yeah, I think so that's definitely... You, you do, oh, sorry. No, you got it. Oh, I was going to say, so you, you'd rather have Tanner Scott? AJ Puck. For the record, I haven't watched the the Marlins in the in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I just watched the highlights. But I, I know AJ Puck is, I mean, he's always got really good stuff and has a good arm. And his uh, he's looks like a scarecrow out there. He's so tall and lanky. The thing um, the thing with Puck is lately he has not been in command of his stuff. Yeah, he's got good stuff, but mm. he will fall down in the count two zero. 3-1 to where he's got to throw a changeup middle in or try to run a fastball high by him. Yeah. And he's, they're just home runs. Like, a little, his past, I think, three or four has been atrocious. 
even when I think when he got yeah. a save, I think a couple days ago, it was it was bad. So with the combination of the Lopez and Robertson, it's definitely increased our bullpen. It'll help a lot. Good call, Case. Yeah, I think um, I, I texted him that before, so he t- he can know it. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So Marlins looking to make a big splash. I think they probably are going to add another bat at least before the deadline. Two at least. Um, but speaking of other teams making big splashes, the Dodgers have gone out and gotten four guys. Um, they got Ahmed Rosario and Kike Hernandez, two shortstops that aren't super great defensively, and then they get. Lance Lynn, who has the highest ERA among qualified starters. So three questionable, move, questionable moves there. And then Joe Kelly, who is a fan favorite. Everybody loves him in L.A., and he's had a pretty solid year. Um, yep. So are the Dodgers going to do Dodger magic, or are they just going to figure it out? I don't know. Um, see what you guys were thinking on that. Uh, I, think- I think, I mean, Lance Lynn definitely had a terrible start to his, uh, what are you going to call it, his – season but um i think kind of figured out he was trying like his i know he started off the year with that sweeper whatever that pitch is um and i think he figured it out on his last start yeah his yeah. last start was rough yeah it, it, we we went over this yet last week played for the south side of it was chicago <laughs> <laughs> i think with with the addition of, I think, Joe Kelly and Kiki, it's like they were bringing them back home, Ooh. back to L.A., um, bringing them back to when they were actually pretty solid. Um, and then the combination of Lance Lynn and then Rosario. I, I, don't, I don't know why they added Rosario. Maybe because Miggy Rowe isn't what they thought he was going to be. But, yeah. I mean, Lance that, Lynn, if he gets some run support, that could be, that, that could be dynamic because I think – one game this year, he threw what sixteen Ks. So if Lance Lynn's on with some run support, I don't see why that's not a bad pickup. I think uh, real quick, yeah. can y'all hear me? Yep. We're good. Okay. Uh, I I think the, the Kike trade makes sense to me. Obviously, clubhouse yep. morale, and he can play obviously oh, yeah. more than one position. Uh, the Ahmed Rosario one is the one that's kind of questionable to me. I think Miggy Rowe is still the the go to guy. Is uh, still the um, the the main shortstop, all that kind of stuff for for the team. Uh, I was watching uh, Chris Rose and uh, Trevor Kluth the other day, and they were talking about this trade as well. And possibly, you know, Ahmed Rosario and Kike are both really really good at hitting lefties. Uh, so the Dodgers are possibly thinking about ways to not put James Outman out there in the outfield with uh, a lefty, you know, pitcher and stuff, trying to move Mookie back out there to right field as much as possible. So I think with these two trades, you know, Kike, he can play second base. He can play shortstop. He can play outfield, you know, all these kinds of things. So they might have really needed that other utility guy because Chris Taylor has really kind of solidified himself out in the outfield this year. So maybe just adding another guy like Kike, you know, to just kind of bounce around with, I mean, because with David Roberts, uh, you know, or Dave Roberts, I'm sorry. Uh, I was thinking of David Robertson. But Dave Roberts, you know, he really likes to mix and match his, uh, his lineups and all that kind of stuff. So I think the Dodgers, they'll pull out some Dodger magic, you know. Um, and I think, like yeah. you said, James, the uh, uh, Dodgers are going gonna, are gonna to give uh, Lynn a little bit more run support. Um, and honestly, you know, 
when when watching the White Sox team, I think the guys really just didn't have any effort. I, I think I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the clubhouse. I don't know if it's uh, GMs. I don't know what it is about that team. But like over the past few years, they've just haven't got anything going. And like the team's ego is just very weird. The morale is very down around Southside and stuff. Which I mean, I can't really blame them. But I mean, it's just so so maybe. Uh, new faces in new places, you know, turn something around with, mm-hmm. with these guys that we oh, yeah. expect a lot from. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely, I like the fact that the Dodgers went out and got former guys with Kelly and Kike. I think that's going to be a huge thing. One for fans, but two for the morale and clubhouse. clubhouse. Um, especially with Kelly. I mean, Kelly's just one of those guys who like, you know what you're going to get out of him. Like, he's going to give you solid innings, but he's also going to be, like, a bulldog on the field. Um, and he's one of those guys where if, yeah, if something else happens on the field, Joe Kelly's the first out of the dugout. So mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing to have a guy like that in the dugout um, oh, to yeah. be a part of the team. But I also – I don't think the Dodgers are done. I think they're still going to make another big splash, um, especially because they made these deals a week out from the deadline. I think – they might be in the running for Scherzer, or not Scherzer, because he's Hater. to Texas. Um, but maybe Hater or Snell or um, Verlander. But I definitely don't think the Dodgers are done. So, yeah. I, I honestly well, don't we'll think move. the Padres do anything. You don't think the Padres sell or buy? I mean, after looking at all their medias and stuff like that, I don't think they know what they're going to do come the trade deadline. But with the sweep of the Rangers right here, and with you know them finding themselves now, even with that lineup, I see them buying and making a run for it. Well, I, w- I kind of want to bring up a, a question, and I think uh, this kind of leads right into it and stuff, James. Of we, I feel like we're really seeing that a lot this year with a lot of GMs. They're kind of waiting till the last minute to kind of decide are they going to be buyers or sellers. I think yeah. what has to do with that is one, I think the new schedule with not playing a lot in your division I think playing everybody and stuff is making teams become more even you know they're not like really blowing teams out they're not really uh getting up on one certain team and stuff in the division they're having to spread out their wins across the whole division or whole um, league I should say and then also with the new playoff format obviously more teams are now making the playoffs as well so I think a lot of these things that I, I would hate to be in a GMC right now, you know, especially for the Angels, for the Mariners, for uh, the Padres, all that kind of stuff, having to make this last-minute decision of one week, yeah, you know, we're hot and we're going to we're gonna go for it, or then next week, you know, we get cold again, and then are we selling again? Um, so I, 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 think it's a, I think it's a really tough time, you know, for, for certain GMs. Uh, but, yeah, I want to hear y'all's thoughts on, on why do y'all think it's kind of like that this year. Well, I think um, yeah. as far as like the, the moves going f- like before the trade deadline, a lot of teams are trying to get their needs earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Where the, I think like I think we'll see the splash because the only really the biggest one is I think Scherzer to Texas, mm-hmm. but like the splashy moves will come like the day before yeah. and the day of. The trade deadline, whereas prior to the like in the time now, they're trying to like address the needs. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. Um, I'll take you back. I think go for it, Thomas. Good. No, you got it, James. Go ahead. All right. Well, I was, Shut up, James. Uh, piggy, <laughs> piggyback on Casey. I think I agree with the, the switch of divisions. I feel like it, it makes it more fair. Um, but looking at the standings, like a lot of teams, I think they're waiting until close to the deadline because I know they got more games coming up to it. And the wild cards are still wide open. I mean, you got Boston, who's only two and a half games out. Yankees are only three. Angels are only four. Seattle's only four and a half. Uh, you go to the NL. Miami just snuck in. The Phillies right behind them in a half a game. Arizona's one game out. The Cubs are surprisingly three and a half games. San Diego's five. So a lot of things has changed, and there's a lot of close quarters. So I think all those teams I just named, they are going to be buyers, or if anything, add in a couple more pieces to push them into the wild card. And especially the yeah, Cubs. Yeah, speaking of the Cubs, what are the Cubs going to do? Cubs will well, buy they're not trading Bellinger if they came out today. That's for sure. That's so crazy. I think they're probably going to buy a couple more pieces and see what happens. Um, a couple more bats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, to jump maybe, in. Maybe, uh, sorry, sorry to jump, to cut you off, but uh, okay. hot take. Maybe we see Paul Goldschmidt go to uh, Chicago, the north side. Division? I'd rather him go to the division rivalry. now. I don't know if they make that big of a splash, but I don't we'll think the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals will buy. Cardinals are going to buy. No, they said they were going. Cardinals. This is the same guy that said Chris Walker was going to get no. traded. So <laughs> the St. The St. Louis Cardinals they are going to buy. Sell. No, I take it back. They weren't gonna sell anybody. They were gonna oh, have a couple pieces. You do, you do that a lot. Will eat my words. <laughs> okay, you're just mad. Take it back. You're in fifth place in fantasy. Uh, fourth place, you idiot. Check <laughs> out the freaking standings. I'm on Monday. You're so about to be fifth place. Week. Mm-mm. I'm talking. Didn't you just future. lose this week? Nope. Yeah, you did. Chances dropped two hundred on Sunday. <laughs> Anyways, jumping in. Um... <laughs> I this think podcast. This thing is stupid. <laughs> um, I think with the teams like like the Cubs or like really, I want to focus in on like the Padres and the Angels. Mm-hmm. I think the Padres are just so invested in how much money they put into their team that being this close, they don't want to just give it all away. Um, I think it was different for the Mets because they were however many games back and clearly nothing was turning around for them. Um, so I think that's why the Mets have decided to sell rather than go for it. Um, but I think that's why this, the Padres are holding out of like, okay, we've got so much money in this team. We can't just give up unless we're absolutely no shot going to make it. So that's why I would guess that at least with the Padres are doing that. Um, and, even, and with the Cubs, I mean, the Cubs being three games out is yeah not something to be super worried about. Last so, and I yeah. think I think the you know the with the Padres and stuff, I don't think like you mentioned, uh, Thomas, that they'll have like a fire sell, right? Even if they right. do decide to have a sell, I think it would be Snell and Hater and maybe one other guy, you know. So Soda. I think I, I think Soda they Soda can more. yeah they can wait till mm-hmm. probably the last day. And still flip a hater or a Snell to teams, you know, because I'm sure teams are possibly holding out for it, you know, of just saying, yeah. you know what, on the last day, hey, I'm gonna call you on the last day if you're if you're not to this point yet. Here's the trade that I'm going to send you, yes or no, and stuff like that. So I think they might they might already have trades already lined up in case it does it doesn't plan out for them. So I don't think they're really maybe in that rush. Again, I don't think. Uh, We've obviously never been in 
a real GM seat other than our fantasy teams. But yeah, speak for uh, yourself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, but yeah, my franchise mode on the show. <laughs> um, Four straight. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We're record, we're recording this on Sunday night. The deadline's on Tuesday, so. We may have to do an emergency podcast um, later this week to see what happens. Yeah, but we are committed. I mean, I think oh, at I'm this gonna... point, we really just don't know like where these teams are at. I mean, obviously, the Cubs came out today and said they're not moving Bellinger. The Cardinals, for some reason, said they don't want to move their big pieces, um, which I'm assuming that means Goldschmidt and Arenado. But I've also heard rumors of Arenado to the Dodgers. Don't know if that's any has any validity, validity to it. Um, but I... I I think the Cardinals should sell, but I think what they're thinking is their division is so has been historically so weak that they can trade a cup like one or two guys like Montgomery, get a couple prospects, and be right back in the running next year and not yeah. have to worry about it. Absolutely. So that's where I get the Cardinals not selling as much, but I do think they could get more returns for the future if they did. Um, but I don't, I don't understand. The White Sox hanging on to Cease um, or Anderson, at least thus far as we're recording this, they T. haven't done anything with those guys. So T A is gone. Yeah, yeah. T A is gone. Uh, yeah, but I don't. But he hasn't been yet. So I'm I'm just wondering, waiting out to see where he goes. But until the day of. Anyways, but I do respect. I respect a lot the Angels coming out saying we're not trading Shohei, and then immediately going out and getting Giolito and Lopez um, from said White Sox. Um, I respect it a lot because I think it shows their commitment that they do actually want to win, which they haven't shown the last six years of Otani's contract. Um, and then they're going out and getting really solid guys to build around Otani for the rest of the year. And they're getting some of their, their bigger guys back from injury in Trout and Neto, um, guys that are actually going to hit. I do think they need to make a couple more moves, but, um, yeah, I wanted to just kind of hop into that trade, see if you guys had any thoughts on it or anything like that. I'll be honest with you, I missed all that. About the Angels trade? Great. Oh, uh, so yeah, no. I agree. I think... I I just don't think... Like, when you trade a guy like Shotani, 95% of the time, that's an off-season trade. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to trade a guy like that during the season. Um. Do you think they pay Shohei at the end, in the offseason? I think they got to try. And, yeah. I mean, it depends on what the Yankees and the Dodgers always and they what Shohei wants, what he prefers. Yeah. So, because I do think he, I mean, he's a he's definitely got comfortability. Mm-hmm. So. I feel like he, he. And, too, I don't think he wants the Yankees because when he was coming over to Japan, it was basically like all West Coast mm-hmm. yeah. um, teams. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he, he he sounds or he feels like a kind of guy that that wants to win where he was picked up. So I just don't know, like you said, Kale. Like if he gets more money somewhere else, he may go there. Even with a short porch in New York, um, or more money in L.A. with a better fan base. But I just don't see the Angels paying Shohei, especially with Trout's contract. But I guess they got to try. But I just don't think they have the money or firepower to keep Shohei in the offseason. Well, and because uh, Artie Moreno is selling the team, allegedly. So. Ooh. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't really know. I mean, I do. I respect it a lot because they did say if we're in a playoff hunt, we're keeping Shohei, and that's where they are, and that's what they've done. So, um, 
I respect him sticking with it. I kind of wanted to see. I was I was on the show Trey Chohei train, so I was kind of <sighs> hoping to see something crazy happen and see what would would come. But um, you're also on James James side of the trade, but well, you shouldn't have picked up an extra guy. Anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, honestly. jumping into the next trades, um, <laughs> the Braves go and pick up Taylor Hearn and Pierce Johnson from the Rockies and the, the Rangers, I believe, um, to add bullpen depth. Nothing crazy because then they turn right back around today and trade Taylor Hearn for Nicky Lopez from the Royals. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, as a Braves fan, I don't understand trading Hearn because he's not, I mean, he's our only lefty in the pen at the moment with Mentor being down. So that doesn't make sense. And we also have the best infield in the league. So I guess it's just a bench bat. Uh, but I did see something on Twitter that says um, with that, we could see top prospects in Vaughn Grissom and Braden Shoemake being on the block to make a move. That's so true. that's my holding out hope. I do think it should have been Pierce Johnson getting traded away rather than Hearn just to have a lefty in the pen, but that's neither here nor there. So, Kale, you raising your hand? Yeah, I, I like I said, I watch the Braves a lot, and this, this, this genuinely hurts my soul to say. Ozzy Albies is is on the verge of becoming a liability to say. Oh, wow. Interesting. Don't worry a li- about it, James. A liability, James. I don't think I know that's a big I know that's a big word. <laughs> you cut out. <laughs> but like, because um, even today, Arcia against Brewers, and, and again, it's like it's a short, it's a long season, so I get, but he like kind of get her arm to the ball, mm-hmm. and um, but maybe the Ozzy Albies because like. There's a lot of times uh, there, I've seen multiple times where it's a pretty, it's a hard double play to make, but it's a play that Ozzy Albies has made his whole career, mm-hmm. and then the ball just falls out of his glove and he has to rush to first base. So I mean, he's still hitting, he's still hitting bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, that that genuinely hurts me because Ozzy Albies is my favorite player on the Braves. Over has been ever since Freddie left. Much what Acuna is probably how many players is on the roster? Probably 27th. <laughs> How can so, you yeah. say that, dude? He is MVP. Yeah, I mean, Hitler was a part, a part, a leader of a country. Like, what do you, what do you want from me? Like, I can't. Acuna is just a big baby, man. Dude is MVP, hands down. He can be the biggest. Yeah, so baby was A Rod back in the day. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how good somebody is. It's. I right, didn't trade him then. Who cares? I'm right there with. Hey, I I said the Braves should have traded him after the uh, after he went down with the ACL injury a couple years ago. They could have should have traded him. Got got literally retooled our entire farm system. Yes. Just give us the world and keep Freddie. No way. Instead, we got a guy who can barely catch at first base and strikes out every <laughs> fourth at bat. Yeah, doesn't have a Gold Glove or anything. Not with the Braves. Whatever. Doesn't lead the league in RBIs or anything. Whatever. Anyways. Um, I could, so I could, get, I could get you 60 RBIs in a season. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see it. Um, Braves Give me a chance. Bullpen. Somebody. <laughs> uh, Houston goes out and gets Kendall Graveman <clears throat> from the White Sox um, to add bullpen depth for one of their top catcher prospects. I forget. I didn't write the name down, but um, that was another move. Um Nothing huge there. 
Santana goes to Milwaukee. That was that was from the Pirates. I think that was nice. So that's a decent rental there. Just a, a veteran switch hitter bat. Mm-hmm. Already hit a bomb today against the Braves. Um, so I think that's a decent pickup for Milwaukee, especially to have a, a switch hitter in the lineup. Where's so. Where's Telez? Is he still in the IL? Rowdy. Going corral somewhere. <laughs> He's at a buffet. <laughs> so yes, IL. Because I haven't seen him in a minute. Probably. I would, I would take Santana. He's on. He's on the BL buffet list. Can you join him? Listen, what do you think? Look at me. I've been joining since third grade. Oh my goodness! It's a little feisty today. Anyways, um, yeah, I hate you. I hate you all. <laughs> uh, another trade is Chapman going to Texas, which I think was a huge pickup for them mm. and a really good one. Um, especially with his kind of resurgence this year coming out of Kansas City, mm-hmm. um, starting to figure it out, getting back to the Chapman of old that everyone yeah. kind of remembers, getting back to like bag, 103, yeah. 104. Um, so. My favorite yeah. moment possibly in all of Ember history, Casey, what was his name? Third baseman for y'all. Huh? Longo? No, God, no. Um, The dude that. He now is with he was with Milwaukee. Oh, he had oh. a terrible swing. Oh, um, Gomez. Oh my gosh. No, not Gomez. Wow. Um, Whatever his name is. Yeah, complete blank. Chapman throws throws at his head and then stares him down like a punk. Then he goes yeah yeah. Golly, that was my favorite. I can't stand Ross Chapman. He's pitching the eighth inning and he's staring the guy down like. Just, if, I mean, for the record, like I've said a hundred times, if I throw 103, I wouldn't be friends with any of you. So, <laughs> yes, you would. But say that. Definitely not you, James. I'd buy another friend. <laughs> no chance. Mike Brasso. Mike Brasso. Mike Brasso, yes. Yeah. COVID year where y'all could have won a World Series, but, huh? But instead World we, Series. Yeah, and so we didn't bring up one or that year and let Willie Adonis strike out every single time he came up. Listen, the guy couldn't see. He was basically drugged. He, he wasn't even playing on the trop. He was in uh, Arlington. So. Allegedly. <laughs> COVID was just a fake year. Fake news. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Mickey Mouse ring. Um, anyway, so we got a couple deals today. We got Montgomery going to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, along with a reliever. I forget who it was. Uh, and then Hicks to Toronto. So if y'all want to hop in on those, uh, we can run through them real quick. Yeah, Hicks to Toronto is a big one, cause, especially because uh, Caveman is out. Death Jordan Man. Mano. Um, Get it right. I don't even know what you said. I don't care. Death um, Man is his name. Like that's a big that's a big uh, big arm for them. If nothing else, just a setup guy for when Mano comes back or closer. I mean. Yeah, I still think Romano's a closer, but... Oh, yeah, he's down. I think that's, if anything, it's like a safety net, because Romano's back has been... Yeah, I can't believe they have him. Where's Nate Pearson? Is he in minors? No, they he's, send he's him down, then he there. brought him back up. Yeah, he's been, he's been in a long relief. He's been struggling a little bit. Uh, yeah. he's, he's Typical like, Florida guy. Yeah, sixth, seventh guy. <laughs> hey, I still believe in the guy. I, I've always kind of wanted him to come back to Tampa. Um, I thought that would be a nice little trade piece for us this year, at least, but... I don't, I don't even see the Rays making a move, to be honest with you, at this point. Well, so what can they give? Freaking churro? <laughs> we have a top three farm system. That's what we have. Yeah, that y'all don't even care about. 
Yeah, we, we were, I don't even know. I don't no one even move any of them. Yeah. I think oh, that's yeah. all they care about is yeah, having a good farm system. Yeah, that's all we care about is, is a farm system. Just having a future. Just a glorified 4A team. It just is, being but, in contention. But, I mean, I, doing yeah. yeah, and I think that's kind of to the point of, like, the Otani trade, if, if we want to go back to that for just a sec, of why trade Otani if you're going to get a bunch of these prospects. Yes, they're high-level prospects and everything like that from – from anybody, I guess you can say, but what justifies make a trade to me that says I'll give I'll give up Otani, but you give me all these prospects that have never even seen a pitch in the matrix. I mean, that is a really risky. I mean, it's a risk for them to go for, it, obviously, but it's even also you can even say maybe even more of a risk for them to hold on or for them to trade Otani and get all these prospects that have. We don't even know if they panned out or anything like that. I mean, Joe Adele. Say they got Joe Adele um, in, in that trade, you know, or they sent Joe Adele and stuff, you know. Um, I don't know, but that's just my two cents on prospects. It's, it's hard to hard hard thing with prospects because I think that's what puts uh, baseball apart from every other sport, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a business at the top. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I also. The reason I I was on the trade Shohei train was if he doesn't sign back with the Angels at the end of the year, then you get nothing. Then you get nothing out of yeah, him. So it's like barely. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. That's that was my take and my my reasoning. But I mean, if they if they're going to go for it, I'm glad they're going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect. Like I said, I I respect it 100 percent. Them actually adding and going for it, but. Yeah, I mean, you, you do make a good point. Like, prospects, you don't know how they're going to turn out, and you, you never know until they get there. Um, I mean, what was, what was that center fielder for y'all that was, like, a top prospect that y'all ended up training to the A's and stuff? Christian Pache. Yeah, oh, Christian Pache. Pache, you know. I mean, there was, was so much hype around him, right? And, he was trash. And, I mean, he <laughs> I don't even think he's on the team anymore. For even He got DFA'd by them, and then I Dang. think the Phillies picked him up for a little bit, and I think they DFA'd him as well. Um, so he's probably playing for the Shanghai Sharks or something right now, but, um, yeah, prospects are hit or miss. So unless they're, you know, absolute studs and know what they're doing, mm-hmm. never know. you're probably not going to get that much out of them. But I do think that the requested amount for Shohei was two MLB talents and at least two prospects. It was a lot. So. But I think that's why a lot of teams weren't making trade offers, at least. And then that's why they ended up not trading them. So, um, anyway, so jumping back in, um, Jordan Montgomery goes to Texas along with a reliever. Um, Texas's rotation now is something a little bit to worry about. We've lost James. Um, that was on me. I told him he wasn't on the screen, so he'd shut up. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, so Montgomery goes to Texas. So now their rotation is Ivaldi, Keeney, Scherzer, and Montgomery. John Gray at the back end. A um, little bit of a scary place to go in and play, especially in the playoffs. So what do you guys think on that? Real quick, uh, James, I just lied to your guts. You were on the whole time. I just, wanted, I just couldn't take you anymore. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. No, on the oh. – Casey, okay, so go ahead. I was like, I thought I sound fine. 
first first and foremost, uh, kind of like throw throw the Rangers out of it. I'm just excited to see that that stadium, you know, in a playoff format with it actually being filled up. Last yeah, time we, we saw that stadium, fans. yeah, yeah. Last time we saw that stadium in a playoff format, obviously it was during COVID, limited capacity, and all that kind of stuff. I'm just without crazy. the Texas Rangers. Yeah, without even the Texas Rangers, exactly. Um, so I'm just looking forward to to seeing that stadium rocking um, for a whole postseason. Uh, that stadium's huge. It's massive. It seems nice. But no, I like, and I'm I'm biased. I always love a lefty in a in a rotation. So, oh yeah, that'll help them a lot. Because um, I'm trying to think, it's so now. Okay, now with the trades, it's Scherzer, um, Scherzer, Heaney, Evaldi, Heaney. I, mean, I thought they had another lefty. John Gray, Dane Dunning. Sorry, I forgot my mic's right here. Yeah, I forgot they had Heaney. coming next year. Yeah. Do they move? Do they move Heaney to the um, bullpen, or do they move John Gray to the bullpen? Honestly, I'd I put Heaney. Gray. I feel like he fits more in a bullpen role, just with his velocity and stuff. I say the strikeout. You said trade him. Yeah. To who? Get a little bullpen to the A. I'll take it. Somewhere I don't know. He's he seems like he's batting practice every year. Not last year with the Dodgers, he he was pretty solid, but this year he's been pretty rough. Maybe he goes back Um, to the Dodgers. I mean, I would say the way Dodgers are going could be. I don't know. Bring him back home. But why not? Yeah, I think that's all the trades that have happened. Um, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what other dominoes there are to fall because I'm sure there's guys that, you know, we haven't talked about that are being, you know, marketed by teams that we don't know about. So one one guy I'm looking at about potentially being traded is Mitch Keller from the Pirates. I think he could give them a good return, especially with the year he's had so far. Um, and I think he'd be a good fit on any other team, especially with the Pirates being as bad as they have been this year, aside from the month of April. So that's, that's kind of my sleeper pick of someone who could be on the move to where, I don't know. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to go through my my brain. The guy that just keeps coming back is Goldschmidt, of course. Yeah. And I think a lot of times big name gyms or something will say, Hey, this guy's off the table, but that's a, a marketing ploy to like try to get better prospects. Um, okay. Sometimes it's not, but I feel like, I mean, with certain guys. And yeah, like you said, James, Jack Flaherty is, I would think he would be on the move. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody because TA's another yeah, one. Yeah, TA, I think he's moved. I can't, be, I can't believe the Cubs aren't trading yeah. Bellinger. Like, EA's having a great year. I'm not saying that, but like, mm-hmm. what's the chances of them re signing him? I think they're pretty high because both him and Stroman have said they yeah. love playing in Chicago. In Chicago. Well, At Wrigley. So. And the Ivy. I don't know. I yeah. think with I with the it. Cubs, it's just how hot they've been and how close they are to being mm-hmm. in contention for at least a wild card spot. If you sell right now, what does that say to you? If you sell right now, you're quitting. Like, it's not like a mm-hmm. throw the white flag. It's you're quitting. You're giving up on your team. So, but that's where I think they are. And the if they stay, they have a better chance to resign. Because I was hoping that I was hoping the Braves would go after him or uh, Hap. Gosh, I love Ian Hap. Gosh, I've I wanted Hap not. for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Same, especially when Ozzy was hurt last year. Yeah. My my thing about Bellinger, 
um, is you got to think maybe the front office for the Cubs. What if Belly is just having another one of those years, those unicorn years that, and he goes back to being the Belly, the past two to three years, the next year, you know, um, yeah. that, that might be a question. That, that has to be a question in their head of, is this a fluke season again, or has he really found it again? Is he just becoming more comfortable now right. because he's not in LA? Um, mm-hmm. And because if you trade him now, maybe it might be the highest trade market you'll ever get out of him if he goes back to oh. being that same person uh, that he was a couple years ago. Now, I love Bellinger. I've loved him ever since the time he came up. I've loved his yeah. swing um, since since day one and stuff. Um, so I still I, stand by that real quick. I, I think he's just healthy now, man. Yeah. I don't think he's been healthy the past yeah. two, three years. I agree with that. So yeah, he's liking the atmosphere. Yeah. What? <laughs> he's not playing it. He's not Wrigley playing in Colorado. Atmosphere? Yeah, he's not playing Colorado. atmosphere. He likes the wind. Los Angeles, the smog. Over LA. He likes the wind. Just, anyway, yeah, he just loves playing in downtown with a bunch of. Bunch of what? Anyways, anyways. I was actually, I was actually, Junior, I was gonna say with a bunch of whites because it was, it was north side. <laughs> oh man, I will Listen, say y'all, y'all, y'all asked. Okay, I will say as a guy who went to Wrigley a couple months ago, it really is special, a very special place, and I, nice. I get as much as I still think Dansby's a treat, uh, a cheater. Uh, and I hate him, and he betrayed the Atlanta Braves. Um, I kind of get it a little bit you as ma- to why you, you would want to go play. You married Mallory Pugh. You have your grandfather passed away, and Cubs was his favorite team. See what you. It wasn't person, his favorite even... team. It was his second favorite team because it was the it was only, only team, team that, that they could watch. The <laughs> it was the only team that was playing day games. I, okay, that, that, point, that point's point. irrelevant. Screw you, Grandpa. That's Mallory right. Pugh. That's fair. Valid, valid. Sign me up. Go, I might even go to South South Chicago. <laughs> no chance. Anyways, but all that to say, I do get it. I get the appeal to Wrigley. Wrigley's an awesome place. The fans are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went, I was talking to a guy who lives like right down the street from the stadium, uh, and he said they'll sell out Wednesday afternoon games yeah. every time just because people want to come. Um, and so that is a, it's a cool atmosphere to be at, but – at least at that point in the season, they were not winning a lot of games. They are now, so I guess I get it uh, for Dan's I, it's, it's even, it's even, even the aura, like, because I never really, like the aura of the state. Like, you can almost feel the history of that stadium, dude. Like, oh, it's, yeah. It sounds stupid, but it's crazy. No, and, and the location is perfect, man. It's, like, literally, like, it's almost like you dropped a stadium in the middle of, you know, north side of Chicago. Right in the heart yeah. of it. Which, going to Detroit, it's kind of the same, but, you know, um, it's just, I mean, and the Detroit doesn't have the history that yeah. Wrigley and the Ivy and, you know, all that stuff has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. But So, okay, realistically, though, who do you think they get if they're buying? Like if they go for a bat or, a like, an arm? Cause no, they're, just no, they're going to go for quick. a trainer, James. Yes, they're going to Al- buy a bat or Did you see that pitch from Alzale? Al- this freaking guy. I just, I mean, I've completely blocked right out James. I'm it's, saying, like, they can't freaking get, they probably can't get both. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could. I think they could get, like, but... smaller deals, but no, yeah, I don't think like, they can make a big splash on a small market team. Yeah. I, I think I'm not they, talking about us, I'm talking about, like, everybody. Yeah, I think they go for a first baseman. 
I think they need help at first. I think they need help at the corners, honestly. First and third base. Maybe, I mean, Jan Gomes has done a pretty good job behind the plate um, this year. But so maybe back? Uh, that's what that's where I was headed. Uh, maybe get Contreras back. I don't, I don't think so, but, um, but maybe. Never know. Knows. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a very young team, too. Like, a lot of their guys are, like, in their first few years in the league. So, I mean, I could see them going out and just getting a veteran. The Morrell um, kids have yeah. a good, dang good year, too. So. Yeah, Morrell. Yeah. And he's only been in the league two, maybe three mm-hmm. years, right? So. Bedner. I think Bedner if they could go to get the Cubs. Some... Bedner to the Bedner Cubs. Bedner to the Cubs. I like that. All right. We'll see. That's, that's my another. Did y'all, yeah. y'all don't answer me. Did y'all see that pitch from Alzalea? I think that's how you pronounce it. I did. So yeah. Hey, that changeup or whatever. It had to be a changeup. No, is he their closer? Two-seam fastball. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, he is. He is right now. Yeah, he's their closer. He is their closer. That pitch, listen, if you you could give me was 100 tries, and I'm not touching that. That was my – I could I, – nope. throw me throw me whatever you want. Throw me a Kershaw curveball from the right side. Throw me a slider. Yeah, I'm going deep. But if, you, <laughs> right. if a right-hander has a changeup, Dude, I have, I still have night, that I still have back. nightmares. I still have night sweats thinking about right hand changeups. <laughs> Yo, that was that was actually a fastball at ninety seven. There's oh, no chance. I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> There's no yeah, way. Yeah, it wasn't a changeup. There's no if way. That, that, if that was a fastball, <laughs> that kid's a hall of famer. <laughs> it was. Go back and look. No at way it. that. Was I mean, I, I'm not saying it wasn't, but like, I'll, I'll or trade that up. ball for goodness gracious. <laughs> that thing's got a freaking rosin. <laughs> All right, take it away, Thomas. Be, be professional. All right, here we go. Um, so I wanted to kind of piggyback on the trades that have happened, um, what might happen soon, kind of tie in the fantasy aspect, not do as much of a waiver wire this week, but maybe do um, whose value has gone up for fantasy, being on a new team, um, and who are some guys you guys are going to be looking to trade for. I know we've been trying to trade this whole past week, um, but who are guys you're going after for each – your specific leagues um, trade deadline. Can yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, first of all, it was a sinker. Oh my gosh! Okay, um, yeah. I mean, okay, fastball. No, You're right, Casey. Though it was that, James. That is a um, fastball. Yeah, a sinker is a sinker fastball. cutter. No, a fastball sink, is a fastball. Sinker a cutter sinker is a sinker. No, a sinker cutter, four seam, two seam, are all fastballs. It's a cut fastball. God, how did you make it past third grade? Um, <laughs> I, I I'm going. I'm going after. The let me think real quick. I'm going after Austin Riley, Carlos Rodon, and Luis Castillo. That's <laughs> that's the three guys I'm going after. Send it, baby. I thought you already gave me a deadline. Oh, you're yeah, Send you're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. As soon as this, as, you'll come. No chance. You will come. Listen, I'm back. I'm actually a man of my word. I, as soon as we get this post pod <laughs> FaceTime, you're blocked. <laughs> You get twenty five players, and you had twenty six. That's you. Figured, that's not my fault. Shut up, Anyways. Thomas. You're... It's, just it's just the way it is. Anyways, a guy I picked up can't recently choose, from can't James. Choose a team to root for. Don't talk to me. Whatever. <laughs> um, guy I picked up recently. I love you, from boy. James. I know you do. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't want Jordan it. Montgomery. I think his value goes up yeah, dude, exponentially, was, yeah. being on, especially with the Rangers, with how 50%. powerful their their offense is. Um, he was such a good pickup for me because he could and have gone anywhere, staff. but him going to Texas is fantastic for fantasy. And that pitching staff, I, back it's uh, Maddox. He was with the Cardinals for years. Um, I think, I mean, because even, even John Gray, y'all say he's trash. 
he's having a good year. Like their pitching, especially okay. past like month or two, has been lights out. <clears throat> so they're figuring it out. Hey, yeah. I, I've always liked John Gray getting out of Colorado. I even drafted him last year on fantasy. Oh, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had him for a while. He just wasn't turning out how he should have. I'm pretty sure James is the only one that's yeah, like, like yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, trade <laughs> Christian Walker. Yeah, He has ups and downs. That's all I'm saying. Um, I think uh, – But hang on. What you got? Back to the Jordan Montgomery. For the fans out there, I gave Thomas Jordan Montgomery before he traded. Now he, he gave Thomas him. the world. I gave, <laughs> I gave Thomas Shohei Otani. His next the pitcher, the pitcher show Tony, not hitter. Yeah, the pitcher show he so he threw a complete game, and I believe next. Yeah, game oh, that's right another thing, real so. quick. I had I we had a trade that we uh, pretty much had go, was going through, and he goes and you know he it crawls back not. to Thomas. <laughs> and I also gave him I'm Sandy, done. and then his next start he also threw a complete game, whatever. So Thomas loaded up his team and Lewis Robert, Robert. Uh, don't out. forget him yeah. for yeah, Garrett Cole and. Camille the ball. So, who just blew a save? But he still got the win. You're so, welcome. King has Willows. Anyways, um, yeah, I think another guy that his value has gone up a little bit is Scherzer. I mean, Scherzer's always Scherzer, but him oh. having a team with run support is also going to add a little bit of value for him. Um, mm-hmm. Who else we got? I think Robertson going to Miami could sure. up his value because he's going to be in more safe situations. Mm-hmm. Obviously, just because they're going to win yeah. more games than the Mets were this year. So, um, yeah, those those are the guys I like as far as potential trade prospects, um, especially with added value so after really the trades. A, I was yeah, there hasn't really been a big splash yet, yeah. but I think there will come closer to the deadline. Yeah, nothing nothing's going to beat last year, but contenders. Yeah. I think, I mean, even Giolito going to a team that is trying to win adds value to him because I think they're going to bolster their lineup even more before the deadline. So I think Giolito is going to get a lot more run support than he did with Chicago. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Angels, Mickey Moniak, I'll never forget. I was watching the draft in like 2016, and I was like, Angels, y'all are idiots. Why would you draft this kid first of all? (laughs) Dude's a dog now. He's been going off. I was in high school, so give me a break. I didn't know what life was. <laughs> what life was. I, I think I think we need to look at the twins. I honestly don't think we've really given a whole lot of insight into the twins just because none of us really care about the AL Central, honestly. They're, no, I watch. Central. They're just not really I – mean, all of those teams are really just not great ball clubs to watch. But I think this – the AL Central, especially with the Twins, that pitching rotation, it's so lethal. If they could add just a few bats, I think they could really make a yeah. pretty good run. Um, so Which I they're think, leading the division right now, aren't they? Yeah. Now they, they, they're they're first. I mean, only half game. They've but, lost yeah. like their last three or something. But their last five, five is five. Jeez. Wow. Four they've and six in the last ten. Yeah, so – I, I, I think they they really need an impact bat. I mean, Byron yeah. Buxton is good, mm-hmm. Correa is good and stuff, but I mean, they're both very. I don't know. So so, do y'all have any? I've been trying to think of somebody that they could go out and get, and nobody really comes to my mind. But I mean, I I want to agree with you there, Casey. But 
looking at the stats, Byron Buxton is batting 207, and Carlos Correa is batting 228. So it's it's the guys that you're expecting to bat that aren't. So I think if if those guys would start going, they would start winning more ball games. Um, who is it? Kirilov has been going off, but he just went to the to the IL. So I don't know who they could go out and get um, because right now their their lineup is just not not looking great. Their lineup is so. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really yeah because like you said, they they've got a great rotation with Joe Ryan, Sonny Gray. Um, Joe Ryan's striking out 10 guys a game right now, but has no run support and then is given up too many runs. So they just aren't winning games because of it. So. Was it. They just got swept by the Royals. Yeah, so. yeah Bobby Witt Jr., dog. Bobby Witt Jr. is a dog. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I don't know who they could bring in that would make that much of a difference. Um, so Maybe uh, Eloy Jimenez. Could be. Maybe. Robert? Is Robert on the block, yeah. or was he the one that they no, said they're keeping? No, he's staying. No, they're keeping. They're keeping him. They're going to build around him and Cease. Yeah. I could see, yeah. see Eloy. But they're known to have like that. They're cheap. known to have. Eh, he won't be cheap. Um, they're known to have. Well, just because the White Sox sell. They're they're known to have <laughs> James. Just the podcast, so James can you quit ruining our reputation. Craziest comments, anyways. I'm helping it. Um, Eloy Jimenez. I, the the Twins are known for like that big bopper. You know, I mean, when I think of Nelson Cruz and stuff for the past few past few years, you know that big Joe meeting Mauer. and stuff. One year, Joe yeah. Mauer. Trevor Plouffe. <laughs> yeah, shout out Trevor Plouffe. Uh, shout friend out of Plouffe. the show, friend of the program. You know. Um, Hopefully, one day. But, Maybe next but yeah. year. Could I? I do think, not to just piggyback off John Boy all the time, but I do think Plouffe said that um, Goldschmidt would be a good fit in Minnesota, and I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. So if Goldschmidt's on the block, he could be someone that could make a difference enough that would get the Twins over the hump. I agree. It's hard to say that when. What about? Uh... They're actually leading the division, but yeah. I love y'all death, but I, I have got to use bathrooms so bad. <laughs> Me too. All right. Well, in that note, I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, that's all I've got. Anybody got anything else? James, you're a scumbag, and you you know you'll you'll reap what you sow. <laughs> yeah, I'll reap it and sow it in first place. Listen, heavenly hey, rewards, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, I, know, hey. I know you haven't read the Bible, but. Yeah. Anyways. Yes, I have. Anyways. Um, all right. Well, that's all we got. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Sunday League Pod, on Twitter Please. at Sun League Pod. Subscribe here on YouTube <laughs> if you're watching. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Deezer, Spotify. Did I say Amazon? I don't even know. Um, but follow us wherever you are. Leave a like, comment, subscribe. Um, Leave us a rating if you like the show. Give us a comment if there's things you want to do better. You know, yeah, tell we'll us, take, tell us if we'll you take, hate us as well. Tell us if you hate us and tell us why, so just, we can yeah, make. And I'm not, and we're not going to change. Have a conversation. Uh, we have an applicant for our sixth member, but if you want to apply, we will start narrowing it down. If you um, can apply, you're okay. probably. Yeah. You're capable if you can apply. Um, 
yeah, all that being said, thanks you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back potentially later this week. If anything, definitely happens. later this week. If not, next Monday yeah. again. I'll be in the studio. Yep. Love you. Love you. Bye. That's my line. <laughs>